At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. <laughs> All right, we're back at it. Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. Yeah. There we go. I almost now busted we got some good connection. I almost busted my ass uh, trying to turn this fan off and making sure we sounding good, sounding great. Another week, some more bullshit. Is that All what right. happened? The reason why I was getting feedback, you had to, you tried to low key had a fan on. Nah, no, no, no. The fan was already off. I don't know what it was on your side. That that was you. Oh, that wasn't me. I got my fan on though. You know what I'm saying? That's how you do. <laughs> Hey, man, listen, we're in a time right now where you got to laugh to keep from crying. You know what I'm saying? Man, low-key, low-key, man. Uh, obviously, as literally as we're starting uh, the show, the, the information is out there as of right now. Obviously, more information is going to get put out there. But um, one officer indicted in Breonna Taylor's death. Um, a grand, ju- grand jury has indicted one officer in the no-knock uh, death warrant of Breonna Taylor. And the judge announced today that former Louisiana, uh, Louisiana, Louisville uh, officer Brett Hankinson uh, has been charged with three degrees of first degree wanton wanton endangerment. I don't know what that means. All right, exactly. So we had I, I had to go. I had to go look real quick. A person is guilty of wanton endangerment in the first degree when, under circumstances manifesting extreme indifference to the value of human life, he wantonly engages in, in in conduct which creates a substantial danger of death or serious physical injury to uh, another person. See, the thing is with this, I, the justice still isn't there. Wanting endangerment is the first is uh, is first is the first degree. I'm sorry, wanting endangerment is the first degree. In the first degree is a class D felony. <laughs> I still, still no justice. I, I, the other I cops still don't understand have, or, or know what that means. Like, to explain to me what that means. I'm trying to figure it out. Basically, some shit is fucked up. <laughs> they did some shit, but they're not putting them for the murder. Bro, I'll be so bewildered by the things that, the, like the legal loopholes that these white men who, who constructed this constitution have, have built for themselves. And you know, Glasses used to tell me all the time, look, cuz they built back doors and everything, I'm telling you. And I'm like, low key, that's some real shit because if you think about it, you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. And I, I'm with that, I like that. I like that it's the prosecutor's job to prove that you're guilty of something. You know what I'm saying? Except for in the case of OJ. OJ killed them white people. You know what I'm saying? Now, with that being said, I just want to throw that out there because I don't know. Can, if people... can we go a few episodes without you not mentioning that? He did. He killed two white people. Like anyway. Every quarter, you got you to gotta just throw it out there. It's the truth. He, he killed them All white right. people and got away with it. Anyway, um, I'm saying that to say when I was having this conversation with Glasses, he was saying that... Uh, they built legal loopholes and backdoors in every aspect of the Constitution 
uh, for themselves. Not even for, like, like they make it sound cute. Like, you make it sound prettier than what it actually is. Like, oh, innocent to proven guilty. No, what you're really doing is covering your ass. Right. In my opinion. No, I mean, I think you're right. And again, a lot of people are outraged over this because I think it was six officers involved, right, that they investigated. Three of them that they charged, uh, they, they, you know, got charged for the for the murder. And as of right now, it's like only one, only one they indicted and the other two are off. I think the other two charges were, oh, they shot at the building like they, they got they got um, charged for that mm-hmm. or, 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 you know, they they, they prove that. Oh, they charge. They shot at some other buildings, but come on, man. We have a. We have. It, it's. I don't know, man. It, it is. On one end, I'm shocked, and another end, I'm not. And I, I think the only thing that I can say at this point is, like you said, there are there are a lot of loopholes. Uh, people just gotta wisen up, man. Do your research. Vote. Register to vote. If you have not registered to vote, if you're as outraged as a lot of people are and still not registered to vote at this point, you literally have one job today. Go register to vote. October 19th. October 19th is the last day. Uh, Please register to vote. Is that that across the country or just in California? I believe it's across the country, but don't quote me on that because... Vote.gov. Go there, get all the information, register to vote, find out exactly when the deadline is, wherever you're at. Um, but man, please, please do your research on who is, who, who's in charge in, in your, your neighborhood, your counties, your districts, because these people are literally choosing like these, like you said, these loopholes, they're, they're, they're making sure that in this case, you know, they folks are taken care of. They're making sure they're good. And um, matter of fact, shout out to uh, Mayor Asia Brown. Uh, your you said Mayor uh, Asia Brown? Shout out to Mayor Asia Brown, City of Compton. Shout out to BeWoke.Vote. Um, I was out there with that organization this past week. And um, your friend, who went, who you went to college with, Miss Diddy. Yeah, shout out to Miss Diddy. Miss Diddy LA. A couple other people were out there. And Tommy Cass was out there too, right? Shout Casanova. out to DJ Casanova, man. Yeah. I like that dude a lot. I really, really like DJ Casanova. Good dude. But, um, really great dude. Yeah, so we were out there and it was just, it was dope. The concept was dope because it was a drive-through voter registration uh, drive, basically. So they had this big-ass parking lot and you could drive around and you get registered to vote. And they gave you, like, free free groceries. Like, you got a shout out to the Billionaire Burger Boys. They were out there. The Lakers organization was out there. Foot Locker was out there. They were just giving stuff away for people coming through to register to vote. And I got a chance to speak with people the audio was a little bad, was, was really bad. So I couldn't really post none of the content, but I got a chance to talk to people like actual people who were coming through for the drive. And I would ask them, you know, is this your first time registering to vote? A lot of, a lot of black and black and brown faces, obviously. And he's like, yeah, this is going to be my first time or no, I'm just bringing my, my, my niece through, or I'm bringing my dad or I'm getting my cousin registered to vote. She's in the back seat. She just turned eight. Like, so it was like, it was dope to see that because you, a lot of times you run across people of color who kind of are checked out of the whole process. It's like, man, it don't affect us. It ain't about that. And I remember, I remember being on, on the bus with Birdman one time and we were having a conversation. It was like me, Birdman. I don't think Lil Wayne was there, but it was me, Birdman, and I think Glasses and, and somebody else. And Birdman had did an interview and the interviewer asked him, 
you know, are you going to vote? Are you registered to vote? And this was, I think, right after like a hurricane that came through New Orleans and stuff like that. And he said, bro, these politicians don't do nothing for my people anyway. So why do I need to be bothered with that? Like, and and that always stayed with me because it was like, I'm watching somebody of immense influence say publicly that voting doesn't necessarily matter. And so, and I know going back, I'm, I'm going to put a bow on it, but going back around full circle to the drive that I was out there in Compton, people really believe that it doesn't matter. People really are, are have convinced themselves that voting does not matter. And it's like, it does. It does more locally, obviously, than the presidential election, but it does matter because Michelle Obama has, we talked about this before, like she has expressed her disple- displeasure with the turnout of people of color in, in the last election. And so, and so when you look at the margin in which the people that people that look like you and me and brown people didn't show up to vote, it's scary because it's like you leaving everything up to them and you know who I'm talking about. Exactly. And, and it's literally going to be in the hands of, of those that don't look like us to make these decisions. Cause those, like you said, those legal loopholes, they're going to benefit those that actually show up and, and want to make a change. And, you know, it, it's up to us if we do want to speak up on these issues and do want to make changes, especially locally, um, nationwide as well, but more importantly, locally, uh, we gotta, you gotta have your voice be heard. The thing is, man, my first time voting was, I want to say 2004. Yeah, because I missed the, I missed the Bush, the Bush, the first one, mm-hmm. the first Bush, um, uh, Bush election where the whole Florida situation, I was 17 when that happened. So I Damn. saw like the, I saw what a couple of votes could do. And how, you know, the, the, the system was kind of misconstrued, all of that, right? So, but people, a lot of people, like you said, they took that and looked at it and we'll say, oh, man, well, look, we, to vote in, you know, it didn't, it didn't work out in our favor, right? And same yeah. thing for the 2004, when I actually, that was when Rock the Vote was important, like really, really heavy, Diddy, and everybody was out there, Rock the Vote, Rock the Vote 2004, and Bush got reelected. So a lot of people were taking that, looking at it as, man, we showed up and it didn't work out in our favor. And it's like, nah, we were talking about on the last podcast, how change takes time. You know what I'm saying? And it's not an overnight thing. And although, you know, it, it didn't manifest in the, uh, the presidential election, you know, a lot of people are showing up. So what happens is these politicians are looking at like, oh, the numbers are up there. So we have to gear our conversation towards the, the, the masses and those that are actually showing up. Yeah. So that's why, that's why it's important, man. Like you may not get what you want on every single ballot, it doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? But it does work out in your favor over time if you show up and these people see the faces and they're saying, okay, damn, I have to, in order for me to get elected, I have to cater to what they want. That's where the conversation starts. And I know just for anybody that's listening right now, I know it's sometimes disheartening and when certain measures don't get passed or certain policies don't get passed, but that doesn't mean you stop and just say, you know what? Forget it. Because it's really not going to go in your favor if you, yeah. like you said, leave it up to, to somebody else to, to choose what's going on in, in your, uh, your community, man. So I, I, can, I, I could do a better job. I'm not going to lie. I can do a way better job as far as doing the research. I show up and vote every single time, right? I do it because my grandmother couldn't vote. She legally died before she was able to vote. Damn. Like, before she passed, she was she legally could not vote. So every time I take myself to the to the polls, I take her memory with me. It's like, damn, she really she legally could not vote at all. So it's like I speak up for 
for that generation. You yeah, know what she saying? couldn't participate in the process. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, just man, if you take anything from the conversation, register to vote, do your research, figure out what's the most important part to you and, and have those conversations. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's also important to see what, what the opposite side is saying to figure out, okay, if there are certain things that make sense for, for your narrative as well. So it's okay to have open dialogue with people, but it's as long as, as, as what's fitting for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, also, um, I think I think too like don't be afraid to ask the questions because um, I have a friend like I said before and she was like you know I really don't know nothing about it can you explain it to me and I like those things I like inquisitive people who especially young people inquisitive young people because you have to be you have to question things and you have to you have to want to know if you don't want information that's a different type of individual I can't fuck with anyway but if you are seeking a seeker of information then I'm with you absolutely I, what do you think about as the rapper uh, this one kind of hit home for me people were kind of dragging him recently because he was like look uh, vote for vote for who your mama say vote for and people were like yo no <laughs> don't do that but quiet as kept bro like when I don't know but I have no no knowledge of what's going on. That's the lazy side of me. Instead of doing the information, I was like, yo, mom, who, what's up? Because she knows. Like, she knows the district. She knows the attorney general. She knows all of that. So I lean wow. on her for that. Now, funny that he said that because I'm like, yo, I actually do that. Like, I, I low-key do that when I have no idea what's going on. If Especially if it's like countdown to election day. And I really, I'm, I'm walking into the polls and I have no idea. I'm like, all right. Moms, I, I go off for moms say, man, what, what, what do you think about that? Wow, they drug him. That's crazy. No, they were, that was hot. They was hot about it. They were just like, how could you say that? And just, just going, going in on him. And I'm like, well, I mean, at least he's telling you to go in a certain direction. I don't, I don't agree 100%, but it's just funny that I actually do that. You know what I'm saying? But I think the better message is, yo, do your research. If you can, if you can like, afford to take the time and Research. I can afford takes time to do it. Do your research. If you don't know, I would. I would rather you ask your moms if you trust her, or ask somebody that you you trust their uh, their knowledge in the uh, the uh, the uh, the topic versus not showing up at all. I think we we've all been di- we've all been guilty of doing some bullshit too. Uh, what you mean? Like I, I think we've all been guilty of going to the polls and just guessing sometimes, like like you do on a Scantron test. Man, honestly, I did a multiple test. The A, B, C. I, I I'm guilty of that. <laughs> not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I think we've all done that at some point. But yeah, definitely take it take it serious. Um, I'm doing my best to try to get try to do my research and make it make sense to me, and then also disseminate that information to the community. All right. So look, if somebody comes up to you right now and said and, and has that that same question like yo i don't never vote but i'm going into the polls uh or would you would you advise somebody to not vote or no. going there and blindly just a b c d boom 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 measure five all right boom boom this person this person that person I if would, you had to choose one if you had to choose, i'm saying if you had to choose one would you would you direct somebody to blindly vote or not vote at all oh one or the other one or the other yeah Cause you can misfire and get the wrong person in office too, or you could not not show up and have somebody else, you know, or get outvoted. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like both are dangerous. 
I would go for the blind vote though. Hmm. I would. I would. Man, it's hard. It's hard, right? <laughs> I'm going for the blind vote. Ugh. I'm going for the. I'm going for the blind vote because I feel like that would at least encourage them to participate in the process and see what it's all about. But definitely follow up with. All right, now see to it as to who you voted for or what measures you voted for and how that affects you long term as well. Uh, that's an ugly one. Honestly, okay, all right, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real. If I had to make one of those decisions, I would probably tell them. I tell them to go in there. Go in there. Go in there. Go in there. You know what I've done before too? I've gone in there and done done both. I'll go in there and I only vote for the shit that I know about and just leave the other shit undone. Uh, I'll go for the thing. I've done, like, I've done I've done that before at some point, I'm sure. Yeah, I think I've done that before. I, so I mean, show up and that man, that's the important man. Sometimes it's very important to just see who's who because a lot of times what they what they count on is name recognition too. A lot of yeah. these politicians just getting out there just so you see their name. You know what I'm saying? And when you see it on the on the ballot, it's like, oh, that name's familiar to me. Boom. And whether it's Boom. good or bad, it's like you still voting for that person, unfortunately. So I mean it's each one, let me be clear, each one is <laughs> a dangerous rhetoric to go rhetoric to go in there with. It's dangerous to do either or. But I would in, in the hopes of encouraging somebody to go through the full process, get the experience, exercise it right, go in there, and, you know, if you need to shoot from the hip, shoot from the hip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he says shoot from the hip. Damn, I, like, I wouldn't bye. describe it. I wouldn't describe it as that, but okay, for sure. Shout out to uh, the Lakers, man. I felt like they was going to do a good job. I thought they was going to sweep, but, the, you know, we still got a little battle for this Western Conference Finals. I've been saying Shout out to I've been saying it since the beginning. Since the beginning. Hold on. Hold on. I'm getting your wife a job real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, you can't just say you can't say that in the middle of the podcast and not expect me to say, what are you talking about? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I feel like they, they could have showed up a little bit more. They didn't. Uh, so it's going to be a battle. And you say you've been saying that from the jump, from, from the beginning of the series. Lakers in five. Lakers in five is what I've been saying. Everybody's been saying that. Lakers in five in, in all the series. Everybody's been saying that. Lakers in five. Okay, we'll see. Hold on, I'm sending him this. I'm sending her his number. I don't know. What's, what's really name? doing deals on while we doing the podcast? This is crazy. You, would you, um, rather me, you want me not? You want me to stop? No, no. Keep going. Keep going. Because what, what I'm also saying is, shouts out to you um, for, and I'll let you pick up on it real quick. But you know, YG just dropped a new song. Hey, shout out to YG 400 for letting me be a part of that because I just feel like what's interesting. Okay, here's the thing YG, me and his relationship has been very interesting because over the last few years, I remember a story one time we were at the, uh, at the observatory and RJ at RJ's concert, we were filming a revolt show. Yeah. And RJ 
was about to bring YG on stage, but me and YG had a sidebar. This is years. I don't remember what year ago. This what year this was like 2016, 2017. So three years ago, YG was like, he pulled me aside. He was like, hey, you know, I fuck with you, bro. Like, I'm like, that's what's up. He like, yeah, you need to come, come fuck with me. I'm like, for sure, I got you. And I guess... I, he followed up him and Brandon shot to be more. And they were like, we want to come. We want you to come to Atlanta. And like, what you mean? Like, we gonna fly you to Atlanta. We want you to be a part, be, you know, be in the studio and work, work with us on, you know, be around for Jizzle's album. Like we feel like you valuable in that way. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. And then YG told me, he's like, bro, we fuck with you, bro. Like you, he was like, you not afraid to tell a nigga when he tripping. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, which is funny. I feel like that. That's, the more time that goes by, I'm realizing that that's a quality that a lot of people don't have. Yeah. That's I a guess. missing art from a lot of people. You know I what I'm saying? I guess so. I don't know. But but I told the niggas I have a job. You know what I'm saying? I can't just up and go to Atlanta. Like, how I'm explaining that to our boss. Like, hey, I was like, if you imagine, hey, man, I'm a, uh, you know, YG recording an album. I'm going to be gone for, what, <laughs> a couple weeks, maybe a Couple months, who knows? Till he wrap up, that's cool. Like, yeah, right. Get out yeah, nah. So I end up not going, obviously, and that was the previous album before this one. Uh, but it was just, it, I don't know. It, it just finally, it finally made sense where he locked in with Ali to get the album mixed, and Ali kept calling me and was like, getting me, getting, having me put insight on it. And they was like, man, just pull up to the studio. Like, yeah, stop all this back and forth. Yeah, so I just start coming to the studio. And then it got to a point where then I just start pulling up whenever they was there. And when I would catch them or whatever, they mixing records and whatnot. And so they would, YG had an idea that he wanted to do for the album. I actually, I, I'm not going to give it away because I don't know. Cause I don't, he, he might use it later on. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm about to say you, you famous for that. So, you know, and then nah, we but, drop a little, little gem in there. So when, when we see it next time, we're like, Oh, that's what we, that's what he was talking about. YG had an idea for this album that's coming out October 2nd that I don't think we, he ended up not doing it because we was working on a, a time crunch and everything was going on too fast. So we, he ended up just, they ended up just using me on the out on that song out on bill and using that. But there was a whole nother idea concept that we were working on for YG's album that I don't think got used for this album. So that being said, that might come later on. I don't know. But shout out to them for including me. I appreciate that a lot. And I always, it was, what's crazy to me is I always wanted to do this. Like, I always wanted to be the radio voice when you listen to somebody's album. Because yeah. I done heard Big Boy. I done heard Julio G. And it was just like, oh, and it's YG. It don't get much more LA, West Coast, you know what I'm saying? Especially for our generation. So it's like, yeah, let's do that. Hey, that's now that's dope, man. I, I think they 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 couldn't have picked somebody more fit for that. You understand? Even when I heard, it, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, on brand. That's it, like <laughs> straight up. So you said October second is October second. The, the album is dropping. Man, I, and I also want to shout out to um other people, other DJs in the city of Los Angeles for um you know, for giving me the inspiration that I needed to continuously strive for great things in this city uh, against against adversity. There it is. <laughs> that, that, that's what that is. Petty LaBelle right there. Hey, I was talking, hey, I was like, hold on, let me be petty real quick. Let me be petty real quick. So, <laughs> hold on, yes. All right. 
still getting my wife a job. Still getting your wife a job. So, um, so I remember talking to Charlemagne, right? About shout out to Charlemagne, by the way. Shout out to we gonna get to that. Let's but we'll talk into that right after this. But I remember talking. I forgot about that call. <laughs> I didn't. Anyway, yeah. anyway, so. I remember talking to Charlemagne one time, you know, we have our conversations regularly, like whatever was going on, he'll call me and whatever. And he was saying, he was saying something about like a certain individual and how he don't never bring, he don't ever say their name publicly on the radio, nothing like that. And, and then I remember him doubling back and hearing on the, on the podcast and he was talking about how this person told him he'll never be nothing and he'll never make it and they're going to run him out of New York and this and that. And I was just like, oh, there was big words because I, I have a similar story. Whereas um, there are individuals in this great city of Los Angeles that I love so much that, you know, probably have negative uh connotation you don't say DJ on, my, on my name and you don't say and my thing is what are you mad at are you mad because i give street niggas books when they come in for interviews are you mad because i go to schools and talk to kids are you mad because i tell the truth are you mad because i go to the wilmington arms or i go to the projects or i go to the places that you afraid to go or are you mad because niggas have me do their album shit? <laughs> what are you mad at? Is <laughs> I want to know what you are mad at, so that way I can do more of it. Hey, it, it reminds me of again we mentioned it before, but the whole uh, Diddy, the whole Diddy uh, thing. When he, oh, there is nothing I can't do. Tell Give me whatever me I can. Tell me what I can't do so I can do it. Yeah. Tell me what I can't do so I can go fucking do it. I don't know if anything that should be motivation for a lot of people, man. Uh, you know, I, I tweeted that earlier today and it reminded me of, of I heard Problem say it a couple months back. He was like, man, you know, any situation you get into, man, don't get mad. Get motivated, man. Like, let that be the spark that allows you to get up and be fucking great. I seen you tweet something like that. You said, fuck being great. Be what was it? Be not don't be great, be elite. Elite. It's like, come on, don't don't be subpar, man. Don't, I, I don't be know. bitter. They're, they're, be better. Oh, I like that one. I like hey, that one. That's the name of this podcast. Don't be bitter. Be better. I be like that. Better. Love that. No, that's that's real, man. Be a better, really be a like, better, be a better. I challenge everybody. I don't give a fuck if you an actor, a writer, mm-hmm. producer, musician, publicist. Be better than you were before. Be better than you were yesterday. Be better than you were last week. Because I'm telling you right now, mediocrity will not be tolerated in my presence. And, and for the record, I and I, I I think that you can agree on this as well. You tell yourself that too. When you wake uh, what? up, it's I'm not the, even, it's, it's not even worse. Exactly. It's not because I, I saw you said something about, you know, I, you know, my friends, the people that's closest around me, they'll be upset, not upset, but you said, I, I'm that, I'm that friend that's going to motivate you to be better. I'm going to be, I'm a bully. You said, I'm a bully you to be better or something like that. Right. Yeah. You're also, and, and I feel like we do the same thing. We, we, we put that pressure on ourselves as well. It's like, we don't just, you know, 
point that at other people. We do it to ourselves. Like, nah, fuck that. When you wake up, you got to be better. What are you doing? What are you not doing? And how can you stay motivated, man? And I think that's so important because a lot of times when people get that, I think especially when it comes out on you, I think a lot of times they see the bravado, they see the confidence, they see the shit talk, and they don't understand that, like, I'm not just saying it to you. I'm saying it to myself as well to keep myself Great. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you some, I'm going to tell you some real shit. This is what, this is what people miss. I'm going to go on my, I'm going to show, I'm going to go to my Instagram real quick. And I post my tweets a lot. Right. Mm. Last one of my last tweets. I'm going to just read you three of them. One, three of the last ones. If you're choosing to be mediocre in any way, I'm going to make life difficult for you. There we go. One of the, another tweet that I posted. Where is it at? Here it is. Fuck mediocrity. Right? And then here's another tweet. Stop worrying about the plane going down and start figuring out how to how we're gonna survive the crash. This is what people miss about the tweets and the shit that I be posting. I'm not even talking to y'all. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm not even fucking talking to y'all. I'm talking to me. So I don't give a, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I get it. I understand because we have, we have similar conversations. Like I get it. It's the same thing that I say to myself. A lot of the shit that I put out there is literally not directed at anybody. Now, if you grab some game from me, great. If it motivates you even better, but it's literally for me to go back and see and say, ah, all right. Or get it off and look at it. Ah, boom. All right. What book can I read next? Or what can I do? All right. How can I be better? What, what am I doing next? All right. How many things can I squeeze into a day? How early can I get up? How long can I go throughout the day? How many clips can I chop? All right. How many, you know, all these things, man. And yeah, man, I, I think I'm glad that you said that because a, a lot of times it needs to be put out there and people just see a message and sometimes miss the message. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. I really. That's the truth, and and that's what. And, and so, and another thing too, based on based on what, what we were talking about is, I think that people don't understand the nuance of things because it's like not only am I not talking to y'all, but I'm not talking to people who don't want be better anyway. Like if you if you cool with just being regular, cool. Let's go be go be regular over there. Don't come over here and and, and be mad at me because I'm pushing my niggas to be better. Yeah. I don't. What you know how we get down in the group chat? Yeah. Oh yeah, you on forty stations? You ain't on forty five stations. Uh, right. <laughs> and if you on forty five, you ain't on fifty. You ain't on Shit. fifty stations. Oh, but you ain't on a station in every state in America. <laughs> you ain't in the Radio Hall of Fame, nigga. Hey, low-key, they gave me shit. <laughs> I first got on, on every stage, like, man, yeah, you ain't on you ain't on 45 though. Like, can I live? Nope. That's that's how we get in, right. bro. Sure. You know, it's, and then I was talking to Silas about this, and and we we decided to start doing an audit every quarter. Mm. So we're gonna start auditing ourselves every quarter to give ourselves credit for stuff that we've done, but more importantly to point out the things that we have yet to do. Gotcha. So like, so I remember um, Terrace, Terrace Martin was shooting a video. 
he was shooting he was shooting a music video and I was supposed to come and play and, D, and DJ in the music video me and DJ artistic so I show up to the video shoot right when we pull up he's shooting at us to some house somewhere me and Silas pull up in the car we sit in the car he look at Silas pull out his phone he look at an email he like oh I'm like what he said they just green, they just green lit your show for revolt for you for the homegrown show wow he's like I was like damn that's crazy you ready? He's like, yeah. We got out the car and went and shot the video. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? right? Like it was like, nothing. Yeah. So I, I'm not taking away from the celebratory aspect of accomplishment. I'm just, I just want people to understand based on what you just said because that's so true. We, we, we. I'm harder on me than I am everybody else, including my own team. So it's like. I wake up, I'm like, okay, how can I do this? How can I be more efficient with this? How can I be better? I need to be faster. I need to stop cursing. Shout out to Clarence. I need to stop saying niggas. Shout out to Clarence. You right, know what right. I'm saying? <laughs> I, like, I'm, I'm critiquing myself in real time. Yeah. And it's like, okay, how can I figure out how to get my points across while Bootleg Kev is over-talking me? <laughs> all right. All right. I got it. I'm going to just get all of it. I'm going to just say everything all at once. All right. Let him go. And then, and then he can get, he can say what he want to say. So be like, yep. It's DJ had a minute mix. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. They wasn't tried. They got off scot-free. Ain't nobody be held accountable. You know what I'm saying? And Jello is good. I love that dog. <laughs> Jello is good. Bule and Kev, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I was listening the other day and I forgot what happened, but you you did exactly that. It was like you DJ head on your radio, blah blah blah, blah we got this in the West Coast, blah, 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 blah. and then and Kev was Kevin, and then in the middle of that, you was like, Wow. All right, so we're gonna do this. You didn't add nothing to what he said, it was like, wow, okay. Oh no, 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 no. That's what it was. I just because the thing is I'm 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 not on the go as much, so I, I don't get a chance to listen to the radio in real time like that. I'm, yeah. I ha- I'm heading to Home Depot, and I heard it was like, yeah, DJ Head, da 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 West Coast, da 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 right? And he was like, yeah, man, shout out to so-and-so, man. He he was uh, sweating like R. Kelly in church on a Sunday. He was like, wow. All right, so we're going to get into this Roddy Rich the Box. Shout out to the homegrown homie. It's real. <laughs> Like, hey, I'm not gonna lie, he got that off. He's got that off. Like, you know what? I'm just gonna do me and you do you and we'll see, see how it goes. Hey, you gotta make it work for you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? True. You True. can't complain about it. I don't I hate people who just complain about their circumstances yeah. but aren't taking actions. Yeah. You gotta take actions. And this is gonna be in my book. This yeah. is the second part of the triangle in my book called The Pledge. Mm. Okay. I'm not gonna give away the book. But I'm just going to say, remember, I told you today on this very podcast that it's going to be in my book. Suppose the second part of the triangle called the pledge. OK, actions without deeds is moot. And you need to fight, like you can't pray obesity away. Get your ass on the treadmill. The fuck you doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I hate that old uh, old ideology of we're going to pray away this. So we're going to do that and we're going to do it, bro. I, I've been telling people this since day one okay and then we can move on we can talk about the 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 Charlemagne shit but I've been telling people this from day one Mm -hmm. if you are parked on the side of the road because your car has ran out of gas or broken down and you sit in the car with your emergency flashers on you can be waiting all day for somebody to come help you if you get your fat ass out the car and walk around to the back 
and you leave that driver's side door open. In all fairness, they don't have to be fat, but okay. Get your fat ass around the car and start pushing by yourself, people are going to pull over and help. You want to know why? Because you are helping you first. That's the key. That is the key. Anyway. People are inclined when they see the struggle, for sure, to help, to help out along the way. Agree. I mean, yeah, that's, that's right. I think, you know, a, a lot of times when you sit there, like you said, and complain about the things that are happening to you, but there's no action items that people clearly see you taking, it's like, the hell? All right, we'll keep complaining. Like, I legit have, legit have somebody that's in my DMs right now from last, from two weeks, two weeks ago. And I've done my, my, my due diligence. I've done my justice of critiquing a person's music. Mm-hmm. You got mad at me? Call me a hater. I think I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this. I, I may have. Anyway, I called a hater. I called this, that, and the third. And this is somebody I know. Close, close homie. Didn't even wow. know. Didn't even know the homie rap. Rap. I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't know. Boom. Give you some advice. And he let me have it. Oh, I didn't know you were such a hater. How long have you been become a hater? When, since when did you become a hater? Just going off. And I let him have it back. Like, bro, to be honest, I didn't even know. You rapped, but I'm, I'm giving you this critique now. If you don't want to take it, it's on you. Don't mistake me trying to critique your music as me being a hater. But cool, I'm not going to, I'll leave it at that. We done. It's been two weeks. Hey, bro, you, can you listen to this again? Can you make sure someone's, I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm, not, I'm not even giving it the energy anymore. But I, I think that goes to your point. It's like if you're not taking it upon yourself, to get yourself out of the situation and out of the struggles. And like you said, get your fat ass out that car or skinny ass out that car and push. Then, you know, what, how is that going to inspire somebody else to get out and help you out as well? Especially when everybody got their own shit going on. Bro, I, gotta, I got my own car. I got to push. Got my own car. I got to push, push. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying not to run out of gas my damn self. So, yeah. So this weekend, <laughs> Hey, you know what? Hold on, before you tell the story, you I want you to tell yo oh I'm yo, be, tell, yo, I'm your my perspective because I don't know where you was at or what I'm you was tell doing. You my side of the story, and it's so funny. Shout out to my wife because she knows me so well. This is it was just amazing how this all unfolded. Um, so I'm I'm leaving one of my one of the homies. Shout out to the McNarys. They were celebrating their anniversary. They came down from Vegas. You know, we rarely see them. So it was an opportunity to get out and, you know, chill with the homies for a little bit. I really, you know, we really get out. So it was like, all right, going to social distance, mask up, be cool with, the, with with our folks. We're leaving. And my phone rings. And, not, you know, depending on where I'm at, you know me. Sometimes I answer, sometimes I don't answer. Just depending on the situation. I was not going to answer because I'm like, I'm driving right now. Let me just wait until I get to the crib and see what he want. Or if it's that important, head is going to text me or or shoot a shot in the, in the group chat talking some shit, right? right. So I'm like, ah, we, had j- we literally just stopped to get some gas, though. So I was like, ah, let me pick up. Yeah, what up? Chuck, this is you. Chuck, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> and I'm... I'm, you know, cause you, for the people that don't know, when DJ DJ here, we 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 talk 
often, right? Yeah. But there's a lot of catch up sometimes where we talk and there's like, we can literally stop the podcast recording today, right? And then yeah. in two days, we'll talk again and a gang of stuff has happened between that time. You're like, yo, God, I didn't tell you this. Oh, this happened. I forgot to update you on this. Man, did you know so-and-so did? Ah, blah, 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 blah. There's opportunities out there, blah, 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 blah. Yo, just keep your heads up on this. Make sure you're on point with it. Like, it's so much stuff that happens within a day, two days where I'm just like, all right, what now? What can I believe? He said, hold on. <laughs> And then I just hear, <laughs> I hear you say, hey, go ahead. And then, yo, peace. It's Charlamagne the guy. Yo, Chuck. You <laughs> yo, Chuck. What's up, man? <laughs> I, so I'm a, can I go into it? I mean, I don't know. Oh, all right. Just tell your side. All right. So, Chuck, you still think that you Hey, fuck it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You still think Joe Button needs to be protected at all costs? (laughs) This is me. This is me. I'm on speaker. Shit. (laughs) I'm pumping gas right now. I'm looking over at the pump. How much gas I got? Damn. I'm looking over at Tush. I'm like, hey, man. All right. So look. I, and I still stand on what I said, right? And, I, and that's what I told him. I'm like, hey, now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ahead, Backstory for Back. people that are just catching up. Chuck tweeted something, which has been deleted. Chuck tweeted that we need to protect Joe Budden at all costs based on Joe Budden's rants. Any, proceed, go ahead. And this was, to, to, in all clarity, this was the first rant. This is the one that he was just leaving Spotify. I'm cool with that. Like, and I still, I stand on, I like the idea of him speaking up for creatives, right? Now, yeah. which I understand now, there's a lot of information that just isn't out there a lot of the times, right? And yeah. I, I get that part of it. Since what, which is why I took down this one. I'm like, you know what? Maybe not at all costs. And that's what I said towards the end of the guy. Like, you know what? Maybe not at all costs. Now that I know a lot more information. However, when I tell you I was caught off guard, I was caught the fuck <laughs> off guard. It was so, it was so bad. Not even bad. It was so intensive a conversation in the beginning. It was, it was lighthearted, all jokes and all fun. Shouts out to Charlotte. But I was. I was stuck in the mud. Like, I, the gas had finished pumping. I'm sitting <laughs> he was there. stuck on stupid. I'm stuck on stupid. Like, listen, just talking, listening. And Tasha was like, shit, get to, here, let me drive. Just get the, get the passenger seat so we can go. And literally, I had to get out the car, hop in the passenger side. And that whole conversation we had was the drive home from where we were at to my, to my sister's house to pick up my son. She goes in, and it was a good 20, 25 minutes after that that, I still didn't go in because I we on the line chopping it up. And man, when I tell you that was one of the funniest conversations I had. And just just one of those moments of like, what it taught me to be honest was that you never know who's paying attention. And and I tweeted this before because I, I was inspired by it, but it's like you gotta be careful with your platform. You have to Bruh. be very careful with your platform because although and we've seen it from the recent Kanye events and we Said we weren't going to talk about it, but it's relative to the conversation. Yeah. You have to be careful when people jump out the window at the (laughs) message that they're saying. Out the the 15th floor window. You You got to be careful with how you come to the the aid of that because now you're aligning yourself 
sometimes with ignorance and stupidity, and you, you just got to be crazy with that. So you got to be careful with your platform. <laughs> I still stand on the idea of being cool and, 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 and starting a conversation, but I do agree that all of the information has to be put in place for it to all make sense, right? Right. And Let me yeah. tell you. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, no, 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 that was it. That was it. I, I want to hear your side of it because I don't think we even talked about that side uh, uh, of your side of it, how it all t- uh, took place. So Charlotte calls me and we talk, we talk often, but this time, you know, he was on, he was on one. So after all of the extras came out and all of the shit is going down, he calls me and he's like, yo, I'm like, what's up? I'm like, what's up? I said, peace. He said, peace, brother. He said, hey, Chuck Dizzle still thinks Joel need to be protected. I said, you know what? I don't know, but I'm done getting hit by Chuck Dizzle strays. You know what I'm saying? So hold on. Let me get him I, on. Let me let me let me let me tell you how Chuck Dizzle catch his own fade at the park. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, I caught the fade. I'm not gonna lie. Hey, you you know, you 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 presented your argument. I did. And and I got Molly Watt. You got, you, you I got my ass whooped. I got my, I got my ass whooped. I'm not gonna lie, but I didn't run. I didn't duck the fade. That's that's yeah. my point. I didn't duck the fade. You didn't duck the fade, but at the same time, you know, you was at the park. You was ready. You had your, you had your, your chucks on. You know what I'm saying? You was ready. But I just say that to say that is. I mean, you since redacted your tweet though. The tweet no longer exists. Yeah, it's um, gone. But. I just I just had to say that yes, you, you are right. Please, please be mindful of your platform and co-sign uh foolishness and buffoonery. And I'm not saying hold on. And I'm not saying that Joe is 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 wrong in the way he feels. Mm. Again, when I talked about it the first time, I just don't like misinformation being put out there and not and and and, and half truths because what that does is you get morons who don't think for themselves following your lead, and and then at that point you present you're 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 poisoning the 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 pool, yeah, so to speak. So, um, but and with in all fairness, Charlotte didn't really didn't really go in on on you or Joe like that. He just wanted you to present your your argument. Right. He wanted to hear it. He wanted to hear it verbatim for myself and why that I why I put it out there. And yeah, I mean it was like and I told him at the end, I said, look, he's like, man, it's all love. I just, you know, wanted to give you a hard time. I said, look, man, I'm always be with you. If there's one thing you don't know about me, I'm always receptive to criticism. And I'll tell you right. when I'm wrong, I'll let you I'll let you know straight. You know what? You're right. All right, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that into consideration and move forward from that, man. Because again, it's about being not being bitter, being better, and just understanding like, okay, there's other sides to this that you just may not know or information that you just may not have. And once you present it with a lot, it's like, oh, okay, all right, maybe not at all costs. <laughs> maybe not at, <laughs> at all costs. Cost, a small a, marginal, my new cost, just my new cost. <laughs> But not at all costs. And mind you, this is before the and and not that it matters, but this was before the dog shit. This was before, uh, you know, the 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 pushback and and more of him being upset at, you know, talking about the smear campaign and all this other stuff. So, you know, that has to be said as well. This this was a while back um, that that I did say that, but I have since 
taking it off and, you know, move forward. I do want to shout out Charlotte for the Black Effect Podcast Network. Shout out to the homie Matt Barnes, shout out to homie Stack. Uh, they officially launched on the Black Effect Podcast Network, all the smoke podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to shout out to homie Matt Barnes because I remember him telling me everything before all of this. Like he was like, hey, I just did the deal, just did a podcast deal. I'm, I'm kind of anxious to get into the space. He was like, he said, and he was very pleased. I, I, I talked to Matt, you know, often too. And Matt Barnes is a good, is a homie of mine. And he was saying, friend of mine, and he was saying that, uh, you know, when I was at the house and we was chilling, uh, he was, we gotta, you gotta just get that out there real quick. Yeah. He was at the house. And, uh, you know, chilling at, at Matt he, Barnes house. Yeah. And he was saying that he was happy. He was pleased with himself because is think about how many athletes make the transition from being a full-time athlete to and getting into the media space Mm -hmm. with no real pushback and no real resistance. Like he made the transition literally effortlessly to the point for where you go from athlete and now you're in the media space. And it wasn't like a lot of resistance. You didn't have that cold on there. Like, that, everybody, think, everybody fucked with his podcast. So it was like, this is a dope thing. And it kind of merges the the sports and, and, and hip hop community a little bit because he's a little bit of both. But I just wanted to give him his flowers because I think that I love to see people that I people that I admire mm-hmm. and, and respect working together to create something dope. Yeah. And I think, I mean, to your point, I think a lot of people fuck with it because of not only his personality, but how how authentic he is. And you're gonna get a no filter approach when it comes to like a lot of the stories and just you know, him him talking about his experience. And I think a lot of a lot of people, I was telling this somebody the other day, the 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 uh, the consumer, they just wanna peek behind the curtain. And I feel yeah. like what Matt Barnes is doing uh with the podcast is like he's letting you see everything that happens that takes place. You know what I'm saying? And and giving you his raw, unfiltered thoughts about it and not really caring. And I, a lot of people just love that that insight, but then coming from him as well, man. So I mean, salute to salute to him and, and I, I think that they're gonna be doing great things with the Black Effect Net the Black Effect Network. Um it's just exciting. It's exciting time to see creatives doing what they're, you know, born to do, you know. I I want to shout out to to our homie Amir. Big ass go call me. Gave me some real dope words. I'll tell you the whole conversation when we get off. But okay. um, he he basically was telling me, confirming a lot of the, the things that's been going on um, recently around me, and really kind of really just got it out there and told me some real shit. And I appreciated that because. <laughs> It's very rare for me to have authentic conversations with people who understand where I'm coming from. You will understand where I'm coming from, Silas, different people. But it's very rare for me to have conversations like that with people outside of our team. Right. I just want to shout out to the homie Amir too, and Clarence too. Shout out yeah, to Clarence. Talk to him about it too. Um, yeah, man. I, th- I think uh, we're gonna wrap it up right now, man. I've, I feel like the uh, the audio's been kind of going in and out. Hopefully, we can get some great moments out of this. Uh, if you're listening, we appreciate you staying with us the whole time. Uh, if you ducked out a couple times, it's all good. We understand. Be back. Subscribe, rate, comment. Uh, homegrown radio, all platforms. Uh, show us that love. Let us know what your thoughts are on any, any of the various topics or things that you want us to bring up um Duck is open to uh criticism yeah of course i'm open 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 to criticism i'll take that all right be bigger yeah. be better all right not bitter 
And it's Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle. Don't be bitter. Yes. Don't be bitter. Don't be bitter. Be better. Be better. It is. Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle. DJ Head. We'll catch y'all next time.